You're listening to Liberty USA, sponsored by County Citizens Defending Freedom. You as an American have freedom in your DNA, and we are here to help educate, empower, and encourage you to stand for your freedom. Hello, County Citizens. Welcome back. I'm your host, Lindsay, and today I'm with our Executive Director, Alex Serrano, over Miami-Dade. Alex, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. You guys have been working on some quite controversial items down in Miami, but the first one I want to talk about is National Day of Prayer being recognized for the second year in a row. Yes. Yet, yet again, we we set a precedent last year, or our school board set a precedent last year by, to my understanding, being the first school board in the nation to uh, uh, recognize National Day of Prayer uh, during, during um, a, a specific date. Um, and now we've gone back because in our school board, we, it has to be approved every year and we've gotten an, an anonymous vote by our new school board to do that again. So it's, it's a good day. That's amazing. And you worked alongside several other organizations as well, like Christian Family Coalition, TPUSA, Liberty Council, Pacific Justice Institute to get this item agenda passed. Yeah, we, we we basically rallied uh, support uh, and a collaborative effort um, uh, in, by many ways. You know, we, we as CCDF do um, kind of email campaigns where we facilitate uh, citizens to voice their opposition or, in this case, their support for a specific initiative. So we, we deployed on that front, and then we also encouraged our citizens and our own team to come out and speak in support of this item and there was significant support on both fronts and from other organizations like you mentioned uh which we do believe has an impact on on the vote of of the board mm -hmm. now you have another school board member that's really spearheading making sure that everything that is through miami-dade school board is in compliance with florida statutes her name is monica colucci what is she specifically working on now so in this past school board meeting, actually, uh, during the same agenda of the National Day of Prayer, she proffered an item that um, directed our superintendent and administrative staff to um, complete a comprehensive review of resources, which would be supplemental resources that are associated with uh, required uh, five-hour health uh, mental health related instruction. And this is all typically under the, the umbrella of what is known as social emotional learning. Mm -hmm. Now, the, her, her intention for requesting this comprehensive review is that social emotional learning uh, has been, in many cases, utilized as a mechanism or as a conduit for deploying uh, certain uh, ideological agendas such as gender ideology, critical race theory, uh, things that are and topics that are not permitted or are unlawful under Florida state law uh, and that are contrary to Florida Department of Education rule. And her motivation or her intention for proffering this item is that organizations like ours that uh, practice oversight and accountability of our local education system have brought to many of the school board's uh, members' attention specific evidence from platforms such as the one, the main one that was in question in this uh, agenda item, which is Edgenuity, which is under the 
organization known as CASEL, C-A-S-E-L. And this, this evidence that we've presented is clear, tangible um, uh, um, examples of our allegations that this is contrary to state law, that it, it contains gender ideology, it contains uh, material that is not appropriate for the ages that it's being presented to, and it's contrary to state law in terms of um, breaching into the realm of critical race theory. Mm -hmm. I was at an event this past weekend and Governor DeSantis spoke, and one of the points that he really hit home was speaking to Miami-Dade uh, School Board and the impact that getting these conservative school board members back on the seats is really having in Miami. So that's great to hear. Another point that I think is super interesting that not a lot of people may know about is Miami-Dade doesn't have a sheriff. That's correct. We currently don't have a sheriff. We haven't had a constitutional sheriff in our county since 1960. Mm -hmm. um, fortunately, uh, well, the, the way that came about was allegedly the sheriff back in those days had some purported allegations of, I believe, uh, fraud or some sort of corruption, which we have yet been able to fully vet whether that is accurate or not. But in any case, uh, the county uh, voted via a referendum to abolish the office of the constitutional sheriff, and it's been abolished uh, since then. Um, so the, the constitutional sheriff authority and powers uh, by default landed within the county mayor's office and the county mayor delegates the peacekeeping and law enforcement uh, duties of that office to the county police department, uh, which is under the helm of the county police director. Uh, the main difference and one of the most important differences there is that the county police director is an appointed official. So they are appointed by the county mayor or the county uh, manager, and they answer and report to their superior, who is the mayor or the manager. Whereas a sheriff is an elected mm -hmm. official that answers and ultimately reports to the people. Mm -hmm. um, and what you see in terms of main differences between the um, the execution of the role by a police director versus what a true constitutional sheriff would do is that a police director essentially enforces code or law uh, and code being whatever the county's code, uh, whatever the charter dictates and, and the law. Whereas the true duty and role of a constitutional sheriff as an elected official that answers to the people is to secure the rights of the people that they answer to and to keep the peace. Mm -hmm. So fortunately, in 2018, uh, there was a constitutional amendment to our state constitution, which passed um, significantly, and it requires that our county, or in, in, in essence, it requires that every single county in the state of Florida have a constitutional sheriff's office. And to my knowledge our county is currently the only one that doesn't have one mm -hmm. so there's a grace period uh for that so we are coming up on the first uh election again of our constitutional sheriff in november of 2024 
and we will have in place and reinstated uh, the Constitutional Sheriff's Office in Miami-Dade County as of January 2025. Wow. Are campaigns starting to rev up for the sheriff position already? So it's definitely already a, a politicized position, um, and, and I'll get into details of why, but in terms of actual candidates and, and campaigns, there's only one candidate so far that has submitted papers and qualified to run for the position. Uh, as we do, we have um, done our due diligence and vetted the candidate. We've done um, intelligence checks, background checks that thus far, there, we, don't, we don't identify any red flags with the candidate. He actually engaged with our organization um, back in February, I believe it was, where when we held a, a sheriff boot camp, we brought um, a constitutional subject matter expert, Chris Ann Hall, mm -hmm. down to Miami-Dade County, and she provided us, uh, our team, and various citizens that engage with our organization and this uh, sheriff candidate and his family with a intensive, comprehensive boot camp on the history of the sheriff uh, and the true authority, duties, and power of that office. Um, so that, that was a good look by this candidate. Um, now, going back to the politicate, you know, the political component of the of the campaign per se and of the position, mm -hmm. it's already very active within the local media and to a degree uh, at state in state media because, as I previously mentioned, currently the powers of the constitutional sheriff in Miami Dade County live within the county mayor's office. And I can assume and they don't want to lose that power. They don't want to relinquish it. And, and they didn't intend to relinquish it uh, in an easy manner. Mm -hmm. So they actually already began to quote unquote prepare for the reinstatement of the sheriff's office by first issuing a memorandum, which was it had to be voted on by our county commission and it went in favorably. It was actually sponsored by um, the then chair or chairman of the county commission um, and by one of the county commissioners, which we believe intend to run for mayor. So that can tell you, you know, what her intentions might be, uh, which directed the county mayor to prepare for the reinstatement of the county sheriff's office by preparing legislation. Uh, which was preempted or prefaced by a policy statement within the same memorandum from the Miami-Dade County Commission indicating that upon the reinstatement of the county sheriff's office in Miami-Dade County, the Miami-Dade County Police Department will continue to police unincorporated municipal service areas amongst other uh, duties uh, and powers that are absolutely and solely under the authority and jurisdiction of a sheriff. So it was a public um, position that they intend or intended, and I'll get to why it is now intended, to encroach upon the constitutional powers, duties, and role of that sheriff's office. Um, the Florida Sheriff's Association in, in response to this uh, breach, uh, filed a lawsuit against the Miami-Dade County Commission. 
Mm-hmm. And that lawsuit went through various steps in the judicial process. And essentially, as we, Miami-Dade County uh, CCDF, were monitoring this lawsuit, we were preparing to engage with the legal component in one of two ways. Um, if the lawsuit held uh, significant water, let's say, or significant grounds, we would join on or we would explore joining on throughout through an amicus brief or amicus brief, mm-hmm. essentially a friend of the court uh, filing. Or as we were monitoring, we were seeing that our county commission's uh, attorneys or legal team was uh, preparing a position that the Florida Sheriff's Association did not have standing in this manner. And their argument did hold some ground. So we were monitoring very closely should that be dismissed based on standing that we would then explore uh, filing ourselves uh, for which we absolutely have standing because we're an organization that is incorporated within the county and we would uh, more than likely potentially file along with a, a plaintiff who is an elector in the county of voter. So the standing issue would be overcome. However, uh, luckily, we have, um, you know, a, a sound uh, um, legislation or legislature and uh, a great governor that uh, identified this breach uh, or preemption that would become a breach upon uh, the Constitutional Sheriff's Office in Miami-Dade County and therefore set a precedent for breaching constitutional powers of all sheriffs in our state. And we are monitoring very closely legislation, uh, multiple pieces of legislation that are moving along uh, our legislative session quite uh, smoothly that would absolutely void any attempts by our county commission to encroach upon the sheriffs and would actually provide significant and impactful remedies and, and penalties to any elected official, namely our county mayor or any commissioners that would engage in any such encroachment. So the legal component might be moot and void here shortly. So if and when that happens, our organization would move on to create awareness of the importance of the constitutional sheriff's office, um, vetting candidates, preparing any candidates that we believe align with our core principles and values, and uh, essentially informing the electorate so that they can uh, elect a true constitutional sheriff in our town. Yes. Wow. Thank you, Alex, for all that you and your team are doing in Miami-Dade. It's incredible to see. And thank you for being here with me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Liberty USA, sponsored by County Citizens Defending Freedom. Give us a like or drop a comment, follow us on social media, and share with your friends. If you liked what you heard, support our mission in empowering American citizens to defend their freedoms and liberty at the local level. Learn more and fund your freedom today by donating at ccdfusa.com. Remember, freedom is in your DNA.